Hello and welcome to the Unfucking Private Healthcare Podcast. Uh, this is a podcast on sales, marketing, and customer service strategies for private healthcare systems. I'm your host, Daniel Tribby. I'm the author of the upcoming book, Unfucking Private Healthcare, the playbook on sales, marketing, and customer service. And uh, today I want to go into the topic of branding. So um, a lot of people mistake branding and by thinking that it's your logo or the colors you use or some other fancy lettering, and it's not. Branding is that thing that establishes you as a differentiator in the business that you're in. So let me explain that a little further. So people tend to group you if you say you're a doctor in their minds, they've already grouped you into a, a whole bunch of other people who are also doctors. But what are you doing to become Dr. Smith, the orthopedist, or Dr. Jones, the OBGYN, rather than just an OBGYN or just an orthopedist? And that's what branding does for you. It separates you from everybody else that, quote unquote, is like you, but also gives you the ability to say there is no one else like me in the marketplace. And while I am often imitated, I can never be duplicated. That's what branding does for you. So if you are thinking that branding is still a logo and color schemes and something you put on your business card, you're sadly mistaken. Okay. So let me give you an example of how branding works. All right. So if you need to blow your nose, you reach for a Kleenex, right? So Kleenex is a brand, tissue is the product. If you live in the South, everything is Coke. I'm from the South. Everything's Coke. It doesn't matter if it's a Sprite, a Dr. Pepper, uh, an orange Fanta. Everything is Coke. Okay, Coke is the brand. Product is a soda. So these companies have become almost the, the product and vice versa. So there's synergy between the product that they make and the actual name, right? So think about going to Google. Google's a search engine, right? But you don't hear anybody say, oh, let me Bing that. That's another search engine. Let me kayak that. It's another search engine. Nobody says that. Everybody says, let me Google it. Okay. So these people have created synergy between their brand and their product. Okay. So if product companies can do that, why can't service companies? Why can't healthcare companies do that? So um, hasn't people uh, like uh, Dr. Andrews, hasn't he done that already? Just because he's branded himself in this way, does that make him more qualified to do the same shoulder surgery that any other orthopedist could perform? It absolutely doesn't. But what it has done is made him a staple in the sports community to where every athlete who's injured will seek out the advice of someone at the Andrews Institute, right? He didn't invent arthroscopic shoulder surgery or some new fancy way that the outcome is 10 times better than anybody else's. He's doing the same stuff. He's just published it and been more in the face and established more of a brand than any other orthopedist out there. Okay, so when you do this, this puts you in a place where you can say, I'm the only person that offers this and here is where you can get it and here is how. And, you know, once you've established this proper branding, that's when your marketing takes over and puts the branding ideas, puts your why into space so that people will know who you are. You separate yourself from everybody else and you get noticed. Right. So. Marketing is not the thing that develops a message. Branding is the thing that develops your message. Marketing is the way you get the message out there. Okay? So 
some of you are existing in in a space where you're just like everybody else. You're in that me too space rather than that me only space as my friend Jerry Foster talks about as a branding expert. So if you are not memorable and you don't lead with why you're in your business, you get grouped into the category of every other office, okay? So in order to separate yourself and step into the space where it's just you, in that me-only space, okay, you first have to clarify that message, okay? If, if a lot of you are familiar with uh, Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, he repeats over and over and over a very simple phrase, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Knowing there's so much truth to this is the reason why you need to start with the reason of why you're in business, okay? Too many healthcare offices talk about two main things, what they do and why they're the best at it. But what you don't do is talk about how people are going to benefit from what you do. In other words, stop telling me that you sell an insurance policy. Tell me that you sell safety and care for my family in the event of a tragic catastrophe, right? Stop telling me that you offer solutions to back pain and start telling me that you're offering solutions for me to get my life back, right? So what people often do, though, is they say stuff like, we take care of your back pain by getting to the root cause of it. And I just roll my eyes at that because the problem with the sense is nobody knows what the hell you mean. My follow-up question to that is always, Oh yeah? How do you do that? And the answer is inevitably some technical-based answer that's full of medical bullshit. As a provider, I understand what you're saying. I understand the medical jargon. But if you're willing to explain yourself to me that way, you're most likely doing the same with your patients. And they'll have zero clue what the hell you're talking about. And then the second part of, of this messaging problem is <clears throat> in the why are you the best at it. I see this phrase all the time. When it comes to physical therapy, we're your best bet. And it makes me want to slap myself in the face because these statements don't speak to anyone's needs because you haven't talked to them yet. You've only talked about what you do and how great you are. No one cares if you're the top cardiologist in the great state of Indiana if you're a dick. People do business with people they like and, and do business with people who talk directly to them about how to solve their problems. Okay? So your messaging has to include some key components. You have to take your potential patient on a journey that shows them what it will be like to do business with you. You have to address a problem. That problem is not their medical issue. It's the thing the medical issue keeps them from doing. Okay, So for example, back pain could be the medical issue. However, back pain that keeps you from working and making you unable to provide for your family, that's a true problem. That's the spot where your empathy needs to shine through in your message. You have to show people that you understand how frustrating, heartbreaking, or depressing their particular situation is. Then after that, you have to address how you solve that problem. This is where you can show that authority that you have. You're not allowed to show that authority until you've shown empathy for the person you're speaking to and their particular problem. Okay, so you could say something like, we understand how nervous and unprepared you may feel as a first-time mother. 
That's why our team of OBGYNs are committed to spending 30 minutes of one-on-one time with you during your first visit to make sure you get all your questions answered. Okay, so that's an OBGYN, uh, excuse me, an OBGYN example of how you're creating empathy and authority in a statement. Okay, so you've addressed a problem, and that problem is first-time mothers and the way that they may be feeling nervous, anxious, um, unaware, uncertain, all those things. So you're pulling at those heartstrings by saying, hey, look, we understand how you feel. Now, when you come in, we're giving you 30 minutes of one-on-one time at your first appointment to make sure you get all your questions answered. I guarantee you that is going to speak to people a lot more about who you are and why they should do business with you because most people go to a doctor's office and they expect to not be catered to. They expect to have to sit and wait for a long time, okay? So in this messaging part of your branding, you're separating yourself from everybody else out there that who's that is an OBGYN in your area that doesn't do that. Again, this is the only place where if you're a first-time mother, you get A, B, C, D, and E. Okay, so that is part of your branding. That's messaging. That's separation from everybody else that does what you do. Okay, so um, another good way to separate yourself in your branding is how are you, or excuse me, what do you stand for? Right. If you're trying to compete in with other uh, doctors like yourself in your area, what do you stand for? I'm not talking about your Hippocratic oath or any other ethical oath you have given you know, or taken in order to become a provider. I'm talking about how you show people who you are versus what you do. So, for example, my background is in physical medicine and um, so, or physical rehabilitation. So I believe the typical physical therapy offering is a crappy system, right? I'm not saying therapists themselves are crap. I'm saying it's a shame um, that people don't get the one-on-one attention they deserve at a physical therapy practice, which makes physical therapy widely undervalued. So when I created my physical therapy practice, I decided that people deserved a better value and a better system than what they were getting. So I stood for more than what the insurance companies limited me in doing. I opened up a practice that was one-on-one. We spent an hour of undivided time. We had no text, no aids, no assistance, no anything like that. It was you, your particular provider, for an hour of time. So where most physical therapists see 25 people in a day, then we were seeing eight if you worked an eight-hour day or 10 if you worked a 10-hour day. So the amount of attention that you could pay to people, the amount of rapport that you build with people was second to no one in the area. And this allowed us to separate ourselves from the other four physical therapy institutes that were close by. We were able to sit back and say, yeah, we're the only physical therapy uh, place around that offers one-on-one time, right? And one-on-one attention. So, you know, and this was great because it, it we stepped into a space that nobody else was doing and we stood for what we believed people deserved when it came to physical rehabilitation, right? So you have to think to yourself, what is that thing that I stand for and how do I show people that I'm different? How do I stand up and stand out so that people will recognize that coming to me is where they need to be because it's the only place where they can get A, B, and C, 
right? But let me tell you, the amount of haters that are going to come crawling when you do that. So I'll tell you the one, uh, in, the ones in particular that I dealt with with my rehabilitation practice, my my physical therapy practice, is that you know people are always questioning, why are you going to get money? Insurance is this, insurance is that, you know. And I even heard the director of another local physical therapy office that was hospital-based say, why would it matter if I'm treating more than one person at a time if you're getting better? And that type of small thinking is why you will always be in last place. If you went to a store and the salesperson in the store that was helping you was helping four other people at the same time, how great is that experience going to be for you? Yeah, maybe you got what you came for, but are you likely to recommend anybody else go there? Right? So again, remember that branding is not just this pretty color, shape, size, logo, right? And marketing is not messaging. Marketing is how you get your message out there. Branding is developing the right message so that you can put what you do out into the marketplace. Differentiate yourself from everyone else out there. Okay, so if you need help with clarifying that message and getting that marketing uh, more clear or that message within the marketing more clear, uh, again, my name is Daniel Tribby and I would love to be able to help you. Um, my business consulting practice is called uh, TriPoint Medical Solutions and we do, or I do, specialize in helping uh, private healthcare offices get a handle on the message behind their brand and then come up with the best ways to get it out both uh, hard marketing wise and digitally. So if this is a, a struggling area for you and you want to be heard and known for being more than just another doctor's office in your area, you can do it. And there are ways to do it. If you look at these larger companies um, in, you, in the nation, they are well known because of their branding, not because somebody marketed them better than anybody else. It's because they had a brand that stood out in the marketplace. So anyway, again, um, the uh, book on fucking private health care uh, will be out uh, later this summer, 2020. I thank you all for listening to this podcast on branding today. If you know anybody that you know would uh, benefit from uh, hearing about branding and the differences between branding and marketing, um, please share this podcast with them. And I look forward to uh, coming on here again next week and we'll be discussing your uh, your ideal client. How do you find that ideal person and what is that ideal niche to find them in? So again, thank you for listening to the Unfucking Private Healthcare Podcast. I'm Daniel Tribby, and I look forward to printing more content to you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>